Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman. It's time to bring the orange with a returning guest and one of my favorite people to uh, talk to, James Gallegos, uh, leads marketing in the Flash Array business unit. James, welcome to the program. Hey, Rob. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me again. It's been too long. Absolutely. You know, the last time we had you on, it was an exciting time. It was right before our Accelerate event in the fall True. in Boston. And we were talking all things Flash Array. We were talking about direct memory. We were releasing Flash Array C and, and even going GA on Cloud Block Store for AWS. That was an exciting time. It was talk talk about crazy times and and a lot has changed. Um, believe it or not, over the last <laughs> well, yeah, you know, not even not even a year, you know, That's eight months sure. basically. Um, yeah, I mean, back back then is I mean, back in September, um, you know, way back in the day, um, we uh, you know we we integrated uh, storage class memory, which has been you know it's been super awesome. Um, we've had a lot of uptick. Um, you know, with customers looking for that you know very top tier you know hyper performance you know type of capability. And and just as we you know we we thought you know customers love that they can add to their existing um, flash yeah. arrays, which yeah. has been you know you know we we weren't really sure you know are our customers just going to buy this um, in net new um, platforms that they didn't have before they can integrate it natively, and a lot of them have it just integrated what they have, which is kind of cool. And then the other one you touched on is yeah the flash array C, which was our first uh, all flash tier two array, which is I think is our our fastest growing product we've ever released, which um, again is 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 super exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's something to behold too, right? Which, which mm -hmm. you know, we've already had a lot of fast-growing products in the past. So, yeah, you know, bringing something out when you're a ten-year-old company and having something just fly like that means that uh, you guys really hit the mark. In, in the yeah, we're we're super we're super grateful that our our customers have, you know, have the trust in us uh, to be able to to deliver um, quality products and to to maintain our our core, you know, kind of ideologies through throughout these things. So, yeah, we're we're very. Uh, we're very appreciative uh, of that. So it's been awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think some of the cloud, you know, the cloud connectivity, you know, story mm -hmm. has, has started percolating through, right? I think there's finally sort of the realization that, you know, that it is kind of hard to connect A and B from an on-prem to, to a, you know, a cloud world. And there's certain things that, that happen easily, but that all of a sudden seeing that we've, we've driven our storage services into the, you know, these cloud offerings and our, you know, delivering the same experience for users, regardless of where they want to have their data live, whether it's, you know, test dev or production, or they're doing DR, like it offers a lot of flexibility. Yeah. And, and, and I think that that's, that's definitely still something we're, we're very much, um, very, uh, you know, invested in, uh, mm -hmm. moving towards and, and our, our cloud, our cloud block store team has, has been incredible. You know, we continue to invest in, in both engineering, you know, product marketing, sales, uh, in a, you know, ecosystem integration teams. So that's been, um, it's been super cool to see the growth on that side. And, you know, we're, um, we're definitely moving towards a multi-cloud. And, and I think when, you know, you, you touched on, on some of the primary use cases. And I, you know, I think what we're doing is we're, we're taking our time, like, like we do with everything. You know, I, I think it's kind of right. frustrating uh, looking at Pure, like, like, why didn't you come out with this two years ago? Well, it's because we wanted to do it the right way. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're taking our time and we're, we're doing the same thing with cloud. You know, we want to make sure that, um, you know, customers can expect that tier one, you know, six nines experience, um, you know, kind of despite where they are, whether it's on-prem or it's in the cloud or it's on a, you know, tier two flash array, tier one flash array, you know, we, we want to make sure that we, we maintain, um, you know, consistency in, in kind of the core expectations of storage, which, which is, you know, that you're, you have data integrity and it's, and it's available. So yeah, we're trying to stick to that. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, and one of the things that enables us to do that with with Cloud Block Store and, and those storage services is kind of pivoting to what we wanted to talk about today, which is some of the exciting news that you and the broader team have been working on to bring out uh, a new version of Purity, Purity 6.0 uh, released. Really, really exciting. But maybe for folks that, that aren't clear, you know, where does that fit in the overall strategy and product portfolio for Pure, right? I mean, I think people understand what our, what our Flash Array and Flash Blade and what our products uh, fundamentally are. But when you pivot to, you know, what Purity does, you know, do, do they have that deep understanding? Like what's really under the covers? Why are these data services kind of the differentiating features that enable us to deliver those great outcomes to customers. Yeah, I love it. And, and, and yeah, thanks for, thanks for bringing this up. And it's, it's a great, it's a great time for us to, to almost kind of take a step back and, and, and almost re, you know, have a, you know, re-identify mm -hmm. of, of what, of what we can offer. And, and I think you touched on something that's key to that and, and that is data services. Yeah. And you know, what, what we're moving towards is, is being able to, you know, really focus on, and, and we do this, what the funny thing is, Rob, we, we do this from an engineering side. Like when our, when our engineers are, are thinking of new products, the first thing we think of, okay, what, how does this affect the customer? Yeah. You know, what is the outcome to a customer? Why are we going to do this? And then we, we do market research, we talk to customers and we implement it. You know, the, the, what we're doing now is we're, we're kind of taking that from, from engineering, you know, all the way to the to sales. And we're, we want to focus on, you know, what, what are the outcomes that customers can expect? Um, from, you know, from this technology and keep that on the forefront. So in, instead of talking about, you know, for example, data reduction, right? You know, we, we, we historically, we, we talk all day about data reduction, how sure. cool it is. Yeah. And we, we, we expect our customers to try to, you know, to make the conclusion themselves on what that means to them. You know, and, and so instead, we're, we're going to focus on the outcomes and the, an outcome for data reduction would be, you know, like infrastructure optimization, um, you know, reduce your footprint, uh, you know, do more with less. And so, you know, to a certain extent, it's, it's you know, very marketing, um, what we're talking about. Um, but, you know, we'll, we're going to talk about, you know, what's coming up in Purity 6, which really kind of makes this agile data services ideology really kind of a, a reality for us. Yeah, and certainly I want to talk about some of the new exciting features, right? I mean, that's part mm -hmm. of the reason for having a major dot release on this. <laughs> right. Some new exciting things, but I, I really definitely did want to get the foundational elements out there of, you know, there's these there's these features and there's these business outcomes and benefits and things that we drive that are that are only possible because what we do in purity, right? When we talk about six nines of availability, that's you know that's measured, you know, in in arrays in production, which which is again a cool thing that Pure One can do from a managed standpoint. Mm -hmm. What we're doing for availability is is because of what purity does under the covers with making sure that we have that you know that kind of availability. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I, and. You know, we're let, let's let's dig in. I, I want to talk about the mm -hmm. I want to talk about the feature for Purity Six. But I, you know, what what's important? You know, while we um, before we talk about it, you know, just like we did with with the storage class memory, just like we did with previous you know features like Active Cluster, you know, what what we're what we're going to talk about today is is included in Evergreen. Uh, yeah. This is something that existing customers have access to, and I and I know that it's kind of weird to say because we we definitely want new customers. I mean, we have lots and lots of new customers that that join us and partner with us every day, um, you know, but taking care of existing customers is, is what kind of, you know, ma maintains what, what we're great at. And, and it's being a very customer centric customer first. So the features that are, are coming out in PRD 6.0 um, for Flash Ray, 
are features that, you know, existing customers can get. And it's, there's no additional licenses. There's no additional, you know, things that they have to pay for or, or anything like that. So it's, um, it's pretty cool that we're sticking to that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And non-disruptively, right? I mean, our, our, our friend Kevin Rickson joins the program very frequently in that <laughs> make sure he always, <laughs> he always makes sure that, uh, that that we make sure people know that they can do these uh, do mm-hmm. these updates, particularly even to even to software. Um, and we're going to add it, you know. So for folks that are listening, uh, James and I are going to do a couple more podcasts where we dig a little bit deeper into you know sort of the spectrum of of what what the um, what Purity does and and kind of the agile data services and some things that we've talked about all along, but maybe digging in a little bit deeper into how we do those things and. And again, those 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 benefits and outcomes. Um, I do want to make sure we touch on some of the new exciting things. Jenny, yeah, let's do it. Since we're gonna, we are gonna go into you know into you know storing and safeguarding and managing and accessing and monitoring um, sure. your data via Purity. We'll do those in subsequent podcasts. But let's let's trumpet the the cool new features. Two two main things. Um, you know, one that one that's another take on on uh, business continuity. Uh, another that's expanding the capabilities of, of Flash Array. So let's take on the first one, Active DR. Um, that's something that's coming out with the new 6.0 release. Uh, what, what are the high points on that? Yeah, we're, we're super, super excited to introduce Active DR. So Active DR is, is a, a third type of replication um, that we're adding to the Flash Array. So this is not replacing asynchronous replication, which exists. Uh, this is not replacing Active Cluster, which mm-hmm. is our are a bisymmetrical active-active um, synchronous replication. Um, so it's not replacing any of those two. Instead, it's, it's filling a gap. And, and what, we, what we've uh, realized is there, there's a lot of customers that, that love the I- idea of active cluster. They love the idea of, of having a, a pod-based architecture and being able to dra- drag and drop volumes and LUNs into this pod and have this pod be spread across two separate arrays and be readable and writable on both sides. It's been awesome. But especially in certain geographic regions, like, like the Americas, for example, you know, a lot of customers have their, their production and their DR arrays, you know, pretty far apart. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I'm, I'm sitting here in, in Salt Lake City, Utah, and a lot of our customers in Utah have their DR arrays in, you know, Las Vegas um, or, or Portland or Colorado. And if you look at what around, what latency round trip times are between there, you know, you're, you're looking at several hundred milliseconds, you know, or, you know, t- you know typically, um, or, or at least, you know, in, in the, moving on to the triple digits yeah, or longer uh, of milliseconds right? I mean, yeah, or longer. I mean, yeah. Probably best case, right? If you, yeah, that's right. That. And mm-hmm. so, and so active cluster, we, we, we try to, we try to keep the, um, the latency at, a, at 11 milliseconds or less round trip. And, that's really so that a customer's application doesn't experience anything worse than that. Because if, if you think about it, if, if you have your application sitting on local, you know, off-flash storage array right now, and you're, you're getting sub-millisecond latency, and then you add in, you know, synchronous, it has to, that application has to actually acknowledge writes from both sites before it acknowledges back. Um, and so what that means is if you have between the two sites, a 10 millisecond round trip time, your application is going to go from sub millisecond latency to 10 milliseconds. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, uh, and a lot of times, you know, like I said, in the Americas, in certain geographic regions where there's not, you know, dark fiber everywhere and it's, you know, it's more spread out, you know, that's, that's what makes synchronous replication a bit tougher to do. Um, and then if you go on, on the, on the flip side, you know, asynchronous replication, 
Asynchronous replication is something that you know pretty much everybody does to a certain extent. All of all of the other storage manufacturers in the market, and that's a snapshot-based replication. So it takes a snapshot, you replicate that snapshot between the two sites, and then you take another snapshot, and, and you can kind of um, you know keeps on going. And you know the problem with that is you know sometimes the RPO isn't quite what the customer wants. You know they they want something that's very very low RPO. You know, but you know they're kind of stuck in between, and so that's where Active Cluster comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so Active Cluster is, you know, some I think, uh, you know, industry-wise, you know, it's it's referred to as continuous replication. And so what that means is, you know, your data is now going to be continuously replicated between two sites. And so we're taking some of the best practices from an Active Cluster and building in like a pod type um, architecture where you have a pod and you identify the pod to, okay, we, we wanna replicate this pod. Um, and so you, then you, you create a secondary pod on another array and your data is now gonna be continuously replicated between sites. And that replication um, is now going to, you know, take that RPO way down. Um, you're, you'll be able to expect RPOs of, of you know, just a few seconds rather than like 15, 20, 30 minutes, like you would expect from a traditional asynchronous replication. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that's been pretty cool. And, and you know, we have, we, we built in, of course, some other awesome benefits, like, um, you know, being able to, to test DR without having to do, you know, full cloning and without having to interrupt your RPO. So while replication is continuing, you can test DR at the DR site. Um, the hosts have the ability to be pre-connected um, to the DR site. So when uh, when an outage does fail or you do have to fail over for some reason, um, you know, the, the hosts are pre-connected. So your RTO is also very, very tight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've also kind of made it effortless to replicate back. So in, in the case of, of an outage where site one goes down and site two has to pick up, you know, we've built in, you know, some some nice uh, automation and, and, and effortless um, capabilities to be able to now replicate that back to the, you know, to the first site and be able to continue on production like you were before. So kind of kind of sum it up, right? So there's there's sort of a, a you know a distance thing that we're solving for that maybe is more challenging with with the other, you know, with, with active cluster perhaps or you know the timing that you want, and it and it kind of sits in the middle of of, of you know traditional async and and full sync replication, right? So it, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of a little bit more of a flexible option. It's you know it's it's kind of dr, you know dr good enough right you know i'm trying to trying to figure out how to how to verbalize it the, the right way but it really kind of fits in a sweet spot it sounds like where you know you don't necessarily need or you can't do the full sync and it's interesting because i've been on calls where we've been figuring this out for for certain you know apps and database customers and this is the kind of thing that absolutely would have fit perfectly for a lot of those use cases right and 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 it's it's again i have to i have to reiterate it's it's crucial to understand this is this doesn't require any additional hardware. Yeah. Um, doesn't require an additional license to purchase or additional support to purchase. Um, it's a it's a turn on feature, um, as as Purity six point zero. Um, we certainly will have uh, you know uh, professional services capabilities around this to help customers with designing and implementing and you know doing the whole DR side. But the software and everything itself is it's it's effortless, and so you you pretty much. Um, you know, you, you all re- like this and the next feature we'll talk to, um, one of our PMs put it great in, in that you already know how to use it. Yeah. Um, it's already there. You already, you know, it's the UI is very intuitive. It's very simple. 
and and you know it's it's uh, something customers uh, existing and new will be able to take advantage of. Yeah, and I think that's a really important distinction, right? Is is you know, and it applies with 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 Active Cluster as well. It's just you know, it's there. It's simple to use, and and these kind of things contrast with historically what people in the storage world or realm have known, which is those things are traditionally really expensive to implement or at least have a big price tag, a price tag of some sort, and or they're really complicated and come with lots of manuals and things to set up and complicated <laughs> yeah. things. And, and here we're going out with, you know, really simple, as you say, effortless, um, you know, ways to, to, you know, to go off and to deploy. And the other thing I think it's important to, to point out because, you know, there are, um, you know, companies releasing new products in, in, in different parts of product lines is that this applies across the portfolio, right? This is, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no sort of mid range. Well, now we don't have it available on that is, is, you know, we've got different replication options depending on your use case. But if you, you know, if you want to do mid range and you want to do true sync replication and, and we've got that, right. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. because again, it is a software thing up and down the stack. Yep. That's right. Yep. Um, let's go on to the next exciting one. Again, not to belittle all the different things that are going into <laughs> Sonato, but these are kind of the, the, the two that I think really stand out. Let's talk about the expansion of uh, of capabilities, right? Within Flash Array, we're always looking at different use cases and providing mm-hmm. more benefits to existing and potentially prospective customers. Um, we are moving now forward to where we can support file on Flash Array. Really exciting announcement. Yeah, we're 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 very very excited about this, and and this this is this feature enhancement is very much you know customer requested, um, you know when, you know back in I guess I don't know if we think of like 2015 timeframe where, you know Flash was you know still you know comparatively you know especially perception wise was more expensive um, than than hybrid storage and, you know a lot of times we would sell a Flash array into a customer for for a very you know single workload um, for, a, a, for example, for like a, like a SQL uh, database that, you know, was either dragging down the performance of their, you know, their existing legacy storage array, or, or they just needed more performance out of it. So a lot of times we would sell a flash array into a customer and, and, and they would use it just for that. But what we, what we noticed would happen is, is the customer would see, oh my gosh, the data reduction is, is working so well that I, I have a lot more room. I can put some other stuff onto it. So we saw the consolidation starting to happen Mm -hmm. and all flash made it possible to consolidate a lot of physical footprint into a very small physical footprint and you know we we've kind of continued to go uh, on down that route now the workloads that we were addressing are are san in nature you know they are iSCSI and and fiber channel um you know from 2012 all the way up to about 2018 you know and in 2018 we introduced um, NVMe over fabrics mm-hmm. um, with Rocky. And so that's, that's continued to go, you know, very well on the, on the storage interfaces and, and you know, protocol support side. Um, and then, you know, right around that time, you know, about, probably about 18 months ago, you know, I, I think I, I may be a little off, give or take a few months. Um, we acquired a, uh, a company um, called CompuVerd. Um, this is not CompuVerde, which uh, us guys in the West Coast would, would want to say Verde, um, right. be, you know, but it's it's not a Mexican-based company, so so uh, or or a Latin-based company for that matter. So it's CompuVerd, um, and we we did that with the intent of of integrating um, the storage protocols onto the onto the flash array. And so um, I, I guess the the first question I I typically typically get at this stage is, holy cow, eighteen months ago, you know, what's 
what's freaking taking you so long. Yeah. Right. Um, and so we, we, we had, we had two major options on how to integrate this, this new technology. We could either um, do it like most pretty much all of our competitors have done and integrate it in another layer um, or like in, in a gateway type of format. And in, in that way we could have, we could have released this very quick. And in fact, we have, we have a, a product or a feature on FlashRay called Purity Run where we very much could have done that almost immediately um, as another layer where you provide, you know, you provision a LUN, the LUN is given access to that, you know, to that, you know, file services capability and then file services are, are, are then provisioned out, you know, but we, we, we decided to do it the hard way. And the hard way is we wanted to take the code and we wanted to integrate it natively into Purity um, to give customers that native feel of, of what they already know and provide, uh, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of other benefits, um, you know, to the, to the array as well. Awesome stuff. Yeah. It's and it's great to have, it's just great to have that expansion of capabilities, right. And, and demonstrating mm -hmm. that we're actually listening to what our customers want to do. And, and also that, you know, you get these great data reduction rates and we hear yeah. this over again where folks are like, well, I put everything I could possibly on the array and you guys data reduced it so much that, you know, I had all this more. extra space. <laughs> what, you know, what else can I do? What, what, you know, what, what, what can you, what can you give me? And, and now you have that, you know, that expanded um, functionality and, and, uh, and capability. What were some of the other use cases that you see for, for this? Yeah. So, I mean, for um, right out the gate, we're, we're going to focus on use cases that are very kind of user centric in nature. So think, think of, uh, you know, like your user home directories. Um, you know, th those types of environments is really what we're going to focus on for flash array. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, keep in mind, th these are full featured SMB and NFS protocols. Yeah. Um, so the protocols themselves, very full featured and the NAS technology from a code level is also very matured. Um, and then to, to your point, we are going to have the benefit of, since we are integrating it natively, we're going to get the benefits of global data reduction across the entire array. Um, so our NAS and SAN will, will dedupe and compress against each other, which is, which is pretty, which is pretty cool. Um, but we're focusing on, on, like I said, user, user file cases up front. Now, as I'm sure everybody is kind of thinking, okay, well now you have two NAS products, you know, you have, uh, you know, flash blade, which, you know, just introduced the yeah. SMB and they, they have an incredible, uh, fast NFS offering, uh, and object offering, you know, where, what's, you know, what's that going to turn into, right? I, I don't know if, if you've been thinking that at all, Rob, um, but I, we've oh, definitely I, been getting I have, I mean, it's, a, it's something that I'm curious about, although I kind of know, you know, I know where the sweet spot for flash blade is and I kind of know where I think the sweet spot for flash array is going to be. Right. I mean, I think I can, you know, carve this out into some of the use cases you just described. And then we look at what flash, mm -hmm. blade, you know, flash blade shines in is, is, you know, some of those more analytics kind of use cases. I, I think they'll find their ways, right? Yeah, I, I think so. And and you know, Flashblade is has has been doing uh, file for a while already. So like the the NAS um, type of functionality is is already pretty freaking mature on that platform. Yeah, it's big. So so yeah. they they I mean they they have replication now, file level replication, which is mm -hmm. freaking awesome. That they release that on uh, Purity um, for for Flashblade three Yep. Um. So you know they they now have replication. They have the, the, the capability of major throughput. I mean, they can do, you know, gigabytes and gigabytes of throughput and these massive, uh, you know, home directories and you know, these big shares, these big exports. Um, and so that, that's where I think when you see like where we are today, um, you know, it's going to be more like, you know, for flash blades going to be very, you know, application centric in nature. 
Uh, so like application file access, application generated files, you know, you know, think your, your, your AI, your analytics, uh, you know, those kind of use cases are going to be incredible on Flashblade where you may not need that horsepower. Um, but you, you know, you could potentially, you know, benefit from like stuff like deduplication. That's where FlashRay is going to come in. Right. So we'll, we'll have two major offerings to be able to, to kind of facilitate what customers will need. And we are going to be very, um, you know, very strategic on, on which use cases we're going to focus on. Yeah, um, you know, the more, good. more over overlap is good. You know, overlap oh, means great. there's no gap. Overlap is better than gaps. I had an old, old boss who, uh, who, who always used that line and it totally <laughs> makes sense. Right. It's about yep. giving choice, right? It's ultimately about giving choice, but also listening to what, what our users want and what they want to be able to do. And I think, you know, some, some of the things that I've seen that, that we're providing guidance on is, is rather prescriptive and, and should, uh, you know, there'll probably be that corner case here and there about, you know, which one, you know, which one to use. But ultimately, again, that's not a bad problem to have um, compared to the other answer, which is no, you can't do that. Right. So exactly. Uh, that's, that's always a good, better thing. Well, congratulations to uh, not just you, but the extended team. I, I can only fathom the amount of, of engineering hours and work that's gone in you know, to, to doing this and purity is such a, a huge and important part of our product line and our strategy. And I totally look forward to chatting on other episodes with you to dive a little bit deeper into kind of the other general aspects around, um, around purity six and just purity in general, uh, to get people more exposure into what we actually do under the cover. It's going to be really exciting. You ready for it? I'm super ready. And yeah, thanks for having me and looking forward to the future episodes and, um, yeah, we're, we're very excited and, and huge shout outs, like you said, to all of, all of the flash array engineering, you know, product management, you know, the technical marketing team, everybody's done a, a great job in, in this release. And it's certainly been a, a difficult one being such a heavy release. Right. Uh, so everybody's been working lot, lots of long hours. So yeah, big big shout out to the to everybody else in the business unit. That's been wow, awesome. It's very it's very pure for us to you know we could have just brought out one big shining feature and instead we've done two things plus. <laughs> of course, uh, you know, whatever's <laughs> worth doing is worth overdoing, and and that just adds more benefits more quickly to uh, to our users. So um, awesome for that. Well, cool. Thank you to James for joining. Uh, the Pure Report and this episode. Hope you found it informative and please do come back and check out the other deeper dives that we are going to do into Purity uh, and probably touch a little bit on Pure One as well and do a little Pure One manage and give you kind of the full spectrum of everything that we're doing in the Purity side. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend or a colleague and please keep sending in those requests for topics. And we'll keep bringing you great speakers like James. So uh, for Pure Storage and James Gagos, this is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back, something might be gaining on you.